0: I'm <laughs> This is the Cosmic Pleasure Podcast. I'm your host, Amy D. Thompson from amydintuitive.com. I'm an intuitive mentor, tantrika, energy healer, writer focused on topics of body, mind, soul, and sex. In this podcast, we discuss topics on discovering, developing, and embodying our limitless pleasure potential in this lifetime. We cover topics of sexual empowerment, spiritual development, energy medicine, mindfulness, and holistic health and wellness. This podcast is for the modern day human looking to open their heart and mind to the limitless potential of pleasure in life, love and of course sex. Enjoy. A little disclaimer, any episode of the Cosmic Pleasure Podcast is for educational purposes only and to inspire alternative perspectives on topics of holistic health and wellness. This podcast is in no way diagnostic or always completely factual, or takes individual circumstances into consideration. If you have a particular health concern, physical or mental, we recommend you see the appropriate healthcare professional. Enjoy listening. Hello babes, and welcome back to the Cosmic Pleasure Podcast today. My name is Amy D, and I am from amydintuitive.com. I am an intuitive tantra coach, podcaster, and and creative, and here on the podcast I talk all things sexual empowerment, spiritual development, holistic health and wellness, uh, mindfulness and energy medicine, and today on the podcast I want to talk about being a sex goddess and also not being a sex goddess, and that all of us are both, and I guess if you're a man, sex god, or not a sex god, um, or if you're associated with being a man. So... Uh, What inspired me to talk on this topic today is, of course, my own learned experience. Um, I find I put myself in a box that I should be completely healed. If I'm going to be an intuitive tantra coach or a sexual mindset coach, I can almost shame myself for not being completely healed and a complete sex goddess 24 7 which I'm absolutely far from and by sex goddess I guess I just want to clarify it's just a quirky name that I'm calling us today meaning somebody who's empowered in their sexual self confident and ready to charge into their world of um sexual self-expression um yeah so what inspired me was my own learned experiences being criticized about not fitting into certain sexual boxes or the sexual preferences of others um not necessarily feeling like sexing all the time or feeling pressured to sex all the time even when I didn't want to and feeling like there's something wrong or broken with me if I'm having a time of quiet when it comes to my sexual expression. And also I wanted to talk on firstly that it's okay to be in both energies sometimes you are gonna be on you're gonna feel like um in your sexy goddess potential or your power but sometimes you won't and also if you have never felt in your sexy goddess power that that's okay too because you can learn to be all of us can learn to be because sexy is something that has been projected on to us from a patriarchal society taught to us through generational patterns and preferences and ideas and cultural ideas or religious ideas or whatever's kind of surrounding us in our environment as human beings. But this work is something that we can learn. We can learn to be more confident in the bedroom. We can learn to shift our mindset to one of an empowered state. And embodying our sexual goddess is totally possible for everyone and i truly believe this from the bottom of my heart even if you're disabled and maybe can't sex in a physical way or you have a condition like i do hs which sometimes limits your sexual expression and the ways you can be sexually intimate everyone has the potential to to harness the power of their sex goddess because your sex goddess is an inner internal journey. It's no, no position can, can make you into a sex goddess. No, no amount of practice um, of having sex can make you a sex goddess. I mean, I've had plenty of sex in my time and you know, the, the times that I was having a huge amount of sex when I was younger with especially with one night stands and things like that I was far from my sex goddess energy I was intoxicated the majority of the time for one which lowers your vibration which doesn't mean that like you shouldn't do it and by lower it just means like takes you into like a, a low, lower state of consciousness and awareness which is hard to connect with soul and what I teach is soul sex right so um it's recognizing that becoming a sex goddess is not an external journey, it's an internal journey, and it's you learning to harness our sexual energy and to really embody and ooze that energy with confidence and grace and honoring that the sexual aspects of ourselves are just another aspect of ourselves, a natural part of us that is here to be celebrated it's here to bring us joy and pleasure and obviously to create human beings other human beings and um, we can use the sexual energy to manifest things in our life and use it as a creative energy so being a sex goddess is not just about having all the sex being a sex goddess is embodying and utilizing that sexual energy and breathing that sexual energy up and learning to work with sexual energy to nourish and empower and heal and create and just bring general fucking goodness to your life. And on the flip side, it's okay when we fall out of alignment with our sex goddess, when we're not feeling In our sexual power. It's okay to have a dip in libido. It's okay to feel like you are going into hibernation and you're having a time of rest. You don't have to always be on point with your sexual expression, so to speak, especially in the form of having the sex. Like the physical havings of the sex. It's okay to not be on all of the time. And this is something that I've seen in myself and in my the work that I do that when I'm off, I feel like, what's wrong with me? Am I broken? Why don't I want to have sex anymore? Have I stopped being attracted to this person? Um, you know, and also like the pressures that we can put on one another is something I wanted to discuss today. Um, when it comes to sexual expression, especially when you're coupled, because I've had pressures put on me by multiple partners, I've had criticisms as well, and I've probably criticised as well. And I wanted to discuss criticism in this pod because I really believe that this, this sexual trait can... If we're not doing it in the right way because it is okay to give constructive criticism. That is how we grow as sexual beings and how we grow together in relationship when we learn to harness and um, harness more of ourselves and then to be brave enough to teach our partners as there's power in it. there's a way of doing it and there's a way of communicating and this always comes back to kindness kindness is so fucking key when you're trying to learn about each other sexually if the kindness is lacking if we're not able to tap into compassion for one another and sensitivity because it is a sensitive topic especially because sex has been so taboo for so long it's something that we find really hard to take criticism on we kind of expect that we should just know how to be great lovers but we don't we're not taught this stuff at school and we are taught a lot of the time we learn a lot from porn and places that um aren't in our highest i guess our highest good um And that don't necessarily come from a really um, healthy and balanced place most of the time porn stars are just putting on a show so if we are learning from them that's not authenticity I mean it's becoming a lot better in this day and age there's so many more resources than there ever ever has been which is magical but it is something that we're still coming out of this taboo phase so it's really important that we approach this, um, the way that we are learning about each other and growing into feeling safe enough to express our wants and our needs, and and sexually finding sexual mutual sexual satisfaction from one another. It's really important that we are being gentle. And we're being sensitive and we're being kind and we're having compassion um, and if you lack that and you struggle with it it's time to learn how to be it's time to learn more about kindness it's time to learn more about compassion and reading people and this is when intuitive studies come into it because the more you tap into your own innate intuition which we all have men and women um, the more we can intuitively read our partners, we can sense how they're feeling, we can sense what might be a trigger for them or when they may have been triggered and when we need to kind of back off and be a little bit gentle and when maybe we need to apologize or we need to kind of go deeper into discussion and talk in a way that's sensitive to one another and respectful. Um, Because I wanted to share... um, a little experience of mine when I first got into a previous relationship and I was already doing this work I had been working with people for a few years um, as an intuitive mentor not yet officially a tantric practitioner but I was channeling people's sex lives and supporting them with sexuality um. And I was writing posts about sex and things like that and I had a partner who said to me and it was really, a really rough, obviously a rough point because I'm sharing with you right now, <laughs> for me, um, was he turned to me and I think we had just, I'm not sure that the circumstance but he just turned to me and he said, you're good at talking about sex but not so good at being can't remember the exact words, but it was ultimately like being as free spirited and carefree in real life. And it fucking caught me, man. It was like a dagger to my pussy because for me, this is my like pride and joy is like growing as a sexual being is really important to me. And it doesn't mean like growing as in having all the kinky sex. I mean, for example, this year oversharing, here I go, but I've had like, I think two sexual partners the whole year and it was like one off and I was like oh no that's too much so this year obviously has been a huge dry spell for me personally Um, but I'm happy with it because I've made peace with made peace with these um these ideas that I had to always be on and always be having all the sex to prove that I'm a sexual being because I know innately I'm a sexual being and I know actually that is no longer in alignment with me I don't need that but anyway so he he said this this comment to me and it was it ended up being something that always lingered in our relationship we were together for two years and um there was other comments that I won't get into that were kind of like degrading when it came to how I expressed myself sexually and kind of like encouraging me to believe that I wasn't enough. You know, I, th- I think a lot of it was due, due to his insecurities and his, his ideas and his expectations. But something that I really learned from that experience was that you're not going to be for everyone. You know, like there's, there's many aspects to it and yes, in real life, I'm good at talking about sex. I love talking about sex because I think this topic is something that's a sore point for many people, inclusive of myself and it's a topic that many of us need to talk about. Like not just the like funny bits of sex, not just the horny like risque bits, but the tough bits as well. So yeah, I'm great at talking about sex. I'm great at being brave enough to talk about sex. But when it does come to real life, I have fear blocks. I get nervous sometimes when I'm having sex. when well, you know, if I, especially if I don't have haven't been with the partner very long, you know, I still get nervous. I st- and I guess I want to share this because I feel like if I share this as a tantric practitioner and as somebody who teaches about the sexual mindset, that Maybe you can start to have faith in yourself that if you are feeling at times nervous or uncertain, you can remember, oh, that's right, Amy D does too, you know, like that it's okay, I'm human, I'm allowed to feel nervous, it's okay, you're being vulnerable. It's scary to be vulnerable sometimes, but it doesn't mean that you let yourself stop yourself from enjoying the sexual experience and from also growing as a sexual being because that's something that I still strive to do and regardless of that comment I still still try to rise up um in the relationship regardless of it eventually falling apart but yeah I guess the point of me discussing that particular part of the pod is just to kind of support you in knowing that none of us have it all figured out. You know, I still even have been criticized while doing this work for not being enough and I think it's very easy when you're, when you're sexing with other humans as human beings, right? We have a tendency often to not, um, to trigger each other for one but a lot of us haven't quite learned what it means to be compassionate and supportive um, when it comes to sexuality. So on the other side of the coin, I have had um, guys that I've dated or one of the sexual partners I had this year um, who have said that they're intimidated by me. Actually, I've had this even before I... Either spiritually woke or did this i had a boyfriend tell me i was intimidating to sexually and this is not a braggy thing this is just um a way of explaining to you that it all depends on our mindset and our worth and what we're believing about ourselves is how how we experience the sexual experience so i had of her partners who have been intimidated by me and and for me that's sad because if they could only see the internal journey that I battle with when I'm having sex with someone for the first time or if I'm trying a new position or I'm trying something, you know, I'm trying to be more vulnerable in the bedroom or in the way I communicate or ask for things, etc, etc, then that I know they wouldn't be intimidated. So it's remembering that When we are feeling triggered by our sexual partners, when we are feeling like maybe we're not enough or we're feeling intimidated by our sexual partners or shy or scared, it's almost coming back to humanizing one another because we are all human. We all have bot blocks. We all have fears. And it's okay to feel nervous in the sexual experience you don't always have to feel confident and like you're embodying your sex goddess it's okay to still journey into the sexual experience feeling a little bit nervous feeling a little bit vulnerable feeling a little bit scared it's okay what's important is that you're showing up and doing your best um, and this is from a mental emotional and spiritual perspective and of course physical so if we're putting ourselves into vulnerable situations we also need partners who keep us safe help us to feel safe and make sure that us feeling safe is a high priority for them as well because I do believe that that particular relationship where that comment was said to me it did a lot of damage and it really how made me feel un safe and it wasn't only that comment there was many other things that happened in the relationship that accumulated to me not feeling safe and I know in my hearts of heart that in that relationship I never fully and this is I'm talking like two years of relationship and we had a beautiful sex life don't get me wrong the majority of the time our sex life was beautiful but there were times when Um, I, I knew in my heart of heart, I never reached my fullest sexual potential, if that makes sense. So never expressed my most raw, real and, um fully embodied sexual self my sex goddess so to speak I never fully expressed her because I never felt safe enough to because I always felt judged and criticized because of the constant kind of um, comments that I was getting from this particular partner in the early phases and Um, even journeying into the later phases as well I knew I was constantly criticized on the way I looked or the way um, I held myself or the way I talked or if I was a little bit clumsy because I can be and so it's recognizing and I'm just using my life as an example so you can get an idea but maybe like turn this into how does this apply to your life you know like are you really Are you both devoted to creating a space of safety for one another to express yourselves clearly when it comes to your sex life? And this is in general life. Maybe you're the critical one. I've also been critical of partners too. Um, You know, like, but there's also another dynamic where we have to be open to criticism. And not so much criticism, we need to be open to guidance, we need to be open to teachings. We need to remain open to um, to being educated in the ways of our partner and what turns them on body, mind, soul and sex. We need to be open to that for sure that's a really important element but there's a fine line between education teachings whatever I just listed off and criticism they're two different things when we criticize somebody around not doing certain things in the bedroom um, or not being a certain way in the bedroom this shuts people down when we um when we open the conversation with our partners about what we like and dislike and what we're quite curious about and when we remain really curious about one another and also about the sexual experience and acknowledge that sometimes, even though we've never thought about it, something sexually or fantasized about it, doesn't mean that it couldn't be mind blowing and heart opening and really soul centered for us. So staying open-minded Within our boundaries, of course, and being really clear about what our fuck knows are, because that's very important. We don't want to be going and changing ourselves for partners, but we do want to stay curious, and then being supportive of our partners' um, requests of us in a way that's that's true and honourable to us, but also not feeling pressured to fulfil them, because. We don't always have the same flavor when it comes... We don't always like the same flavor when it comes to sexual expression. Um, And this was purely what I believe happened in this particular relationship that I was talking about. So he was quite into what I call more superficial sex. So like very into kink and very into um sexy games and things like that and that's that's great and it's fun and i do like it and i I have a good time and stuff when i do it but that's not my natural flavor my natural flavor is energetics i'm very energy energetically connected to sexual partners and i love connecting through the mind so i guess i'm very mindful of my sexual experience and i'm very sensual so I would say sensual and energetic is kind of like my forte, that's, the, that's what I bring to the sexy party, that's what I'm really passionate about, is slow intimacy and not just slow intimacy but really like embodying the sexual experience and expression. And there was nothing wrong with us being two different flavors, but it was really important that we both acknowledged that we were two different flavors, which potentially he didn't. Um, and he didn't really, he was learning for sure, absolutely. Um, and he was, had learned what I liked, but I could never fulfill the needs that he wanted because it was beyond my boundaries and beyond my um, My feelings of safety at that time with that particular person. So I wanted to share this with you today, even though it's a little bit raw and real for me, because I wanted to hopefully support some of you on your journey home to more of your sexual self and acknowledging that it's okay, you don't have to please everyone when it comes to sexual expression. Of course there are ways to learn about one another and if that's the case and if that's your circumstance you could always work with me as a couple. Um, I am going to be doing couple sessions in the future but if it's something that you really feel is not going to change then maybe it is something that you feel the pull to move away from. But nobody should ever be allowed to make another person feel like shit about expressing themselves in a certain way sexually. Sometimes we're gonna be on and sometimes we're not. And it's okay to fluctuate between both. And if you feel like you've never fully embodied your sex goddess, there's always time to learn. You can always learn. It's about unlearning old beliefs about yourself, unlearning everything you thought you knew about sexuality and the way you sexually express yourself and to recreate this a new version of yourself that feels good and empowering and juicy and it's about lifting your life up from heart center in general and this will reflect into your sex life if you're not into sexuality at all as in you don't like having sex maybe you're asexual this can still apply everybody is a sex goddess and not Maybe your sexual energy instead of channeled into the havings of sex is channeled into intimacy with a friend or with a lover because I know there's many types of relationships out there. Maybe the intimacy doesn't look like penetrative sex or touching of genitals but maybe the intimacy looks like massage or slowly stroking one another or maybe it's not touching at all maybe it's just eye gazing maybe it's about having deeper meaningful chats like real fucking chats not superficial shit maybe you channel it into your creative projects into your work into you know painting or music or dance or any of those things there's many ways to express sexual energy it doesn't just have to be in the havings of sex sexual energy is not something that just resides in your genitals it flows within us sexual energy is life force energy it's just another form of life force energy but i'll talk on sexual energy at a later date i hope this podcast was supportive to you in some way but just remember that it's okay to fluctuate between being a sex goddess and not it's okay to share and teach with one another about what you like and dislike it's okay to ask for what you want but it's not okay to be unkind and to criticize the shit out of your sexual partners and to make them feel less than and this takes self-awareness so it's cultivating the self-awareness because if you aren't aware of yourself you won't see how you're doing harm So it's cultivating the self-awareness, which is just a mindfulness practice, right? Self-awareness, watching your thoughts, becoming more present, reflecting on why you did something or why you said something or if that's going to be hurtful for someone else. Tapping into your intuition, learning more about your intuition and how to tap into it so you can tune into your partner and to understand whether that, whether the words you're saying or the comments you're making are doing more harm or more good because we always want to do more good and less harm and being brave enough to apologize when we're wrong and to have a healthy discussion about how we can move forward is so important and if you are intimidated by somebody just humanize the shit out of them remember that they're human that they have blocks too and that we all experience nerves in the sexual experience at some point and if you don't then fuck amazing but the majority of us do i'm sending you all the love and all of the support and i hope that this helps you in some way big love thank you for listening to the cosmic pleasure podcast today babes If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would support my message mission by subscribing and reviewing my podcast. If you would like to follow my work, you can find me on social media at IamAmyD or you can check out my website amydintuitive.com. I hope to connect with you soon and I'm sending...